Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. homies and welcome to the midweek nfl the realist nfl edition of the backdoor cover podcast my name is saxy maxi and now that i've achieved uncle status i'm ready to get wasted and give my unsolicited likely unpopular opinions about people who require emotional support animals to get on an airplane first off it's a man who's coming off a killing segment on Vison, only to announce that he'll be back there again this friday uh phil bobbitt is kind enough to join us from cbs Sportsline. there he is uh phil where can the listeners tell us the info about how the listeners can see your beautiful mug on TV? Oh, man, I, I can't believe they're having us back. But, you know, they are. So, uh, you know, hopefully my the old bald head doesn't cause too much of a, a distraction in the camera. Oh, I see you, sexy. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, we're going to be on on Friday, 1130 Eastern time on VSIN, which you can stream on their radio app for free. Or if you're a YouTube TV subscriber. You can stream the channel. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Part of the DK network, so that's something. But uh, yeah, we're Steve and I will be uh, putting our heads together and uh, coming up with some racing plays for this weekend in Abu Dhabi. Ooh, Abu Dhabi, very fun. Traveling uh, across the world now uh, from Vegas to Abu Dhabi. This will be this will be healthy to see how this all turns out. Now, Phil, I have to ask you, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? I am a uh, sweet potato casserole kind of guy. The more marshmallows, the better. All aboard. Okay, sweet. That is now okay. That's an interesting one. That that's an interesting one to take as the top. I know. I mean, desserts obviously are one. I, I, if you have a sweet tooth, this is not a bad time to like uh, some of the foods that come out uh, around Thanksgiving. So I, I'm in full support of that. Now that being said, traditionally my family, uh, Midwesterners, they don't they don't they don't put a lot of marshmallows in their sweet potato casserole. So it is. Uh, I, I I would look forward to maybe trying some of that sometime. You, you're gonna have to send me what your recipe is for that. Uh. Now, uh, next up, um, we're, we got a man who ha- has had to split every Thanksgiving of his life between his family and dem boys. It's Eggburger. Egg, I got to ask you now, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? <laughs> my, my favorite Thanksgiving food is cranberry sauce, but it's got to be from a can, no chunks. You know, when you dump it out, it's got the little ridges on it. That's it, man. Give me, give me, give me the, I'll, I'll eat the whole thing. You know, give me, give me that cranberry sauce, baby. And this requires no sex. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. None at this all. is none at all. Okay. Uh, that is, that is another interesting choice. So now normally, uh, again, traditionally cranberry sauce, it goes, you kind of put that on everything like gravy, right? Like, uh, do you kind of do that or? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it goes, you know, because with the turkey, you know, after, you know, the day after you get that leftover uh, turkey sandwich, you put put a little cranberry sauce on that. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, man. Give me give it to me. That's healthy. You know, I in, in my in my general tier list of uh, of Thanksgiving foods, I, I, I have to put gravy in its own category because gravy, it kind of makes everything better. I would almost eat it on its own. I, maybe I'm crazy, but, uh, you know, I, I, I very much am, am a fan of the gravy. And then next up, stuffing. Stuffing is just such a unique kind of a thing. You don't get stuff. They don't serve stuffing at other, you know, meals throughout the year. It's not like, you know, it's uh, it's like Easter. Ooh, let's have some stuffing or something like that. I, you know, it doesn't come out that often. So for me, I, I it's, that's always a unique thing. Are, are y'all stuffing fans, Phil? Big stuffing guy. Love stuffing. Uh, I'll eat it for a meal by itself out of the little the little bag, you know, the 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 meals that you you throw in the skillet, put in the cup of water, and there you are in 5 minutes. You know, that's that's about as good as I can cook. So I, I am a fan. Do they sell that year round? Is that a Stouffer's brand thing that they do? It comes in a bag. I, I'm not I'm not sure, but I get it whenever I want it. Okay. Twelve months a year. Boom. <laughs> See, okay, this is this is a new meal that I'm starting to get into. I used to, I used to just do dumplings as a meal. That used to be a perfect meal for me. Uh Eggburger, are you stuffing it? <laughs> I oh actually goodness. do not I've like never stuffing. Seen so many dead not, hookers not in all my life. <laughs> You killed that transition. Not, not, a, not a stuffing guy. Sorry, man. Sorry, but uh, yeah, not not a stuffing guy. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm actually a pretty picky eater. But yeah, stuffing stuffing not for me. I hear you. Okay. Well, uh, let's quick talk about Arch's power rankings while we have a chance here. I have these pulled up right here. He just uh, popped those into the book club today. Now the top ten. Uh, not, not a lot of changes here so much. Uh, you got Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, Ravens, Chiefs, Dolphins, Lions, Bills, Vikings, and then Jaguars. That's your top 10 here. I guess my biggest takeaway from the list is those elite teams are kind of becoming more obvious, and the group of middling teams is growing larger by the week. Uh, Egg, what did you kind of take away from uh, looking at Arch's rankings here? Of oh, I mean, it's it seems like... Uh, Eagles to 49ers and my Cowboys are starting to separate themselves from, from the rest of the pack there. But, uh, you know, the, the Ravens are very good. The chiefs, the chiefs, uh, wide receivers can't catch a cold right now. Um, (laughs) dolphins, you know, they're right there. Bills, bills. I don't, I don't think are, are, are great. Um, but yeah, no, no other real surprises, uh, you know, coming out of the, the power rankings there. It is, it is neat that the, the saints are, you know, uh, Arch has got them ranked zero point zero zero, right at number fifteen. The you know, just the model of mediocrity. Yes, they're they're as good as they are bad. I guess that's a that's a way that's a way to think of it. They're they're as good as they are bad. Uh, Phil, did you have any takeaways from looking at this power ranking? I mean, was there any surprises to you? Anything like that? Uh, I like that the the Vikings have creeped into the top the top ten there at number nine uh, on the the arm of Josh Dobbs as well as his legs. I, I know that they. They took sort of a, a tough luck loss last week against the Broncos. They covered for us, though. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's nice to see them in the top ten. I like the Ravens. I think they're a little undervalued at number four. They are the, the top AFC team on the list that Arch has here. But I do think uh, that they will probably win the AFC. And I made some AFC winner bets on the Ravens this week. Um, the Eagles, man, they just seem so fortunate with, with turnovers and luck, um, sure, they, they probably deserve to be number one, but I think it's a very fragile number one. 
I think the Niners are more solid, and I can't wait for that matchup in the NFC uh, Championship game as well. Absolutely, absolutely. What did you catch the, that uh, Ravens future line at? That out of curiosity, I got. Uh, I, I've booked it at several different shops between four to one and plus three fifty. Okay, and that is is that to win the conference or is that uh... that is to to win the AFC? Got it, got it. To be the AFC's team in the Super Bowl, I. I'm in full. I'm in full support of that. It's only four to. It, it's four to one right now. That seems pretty reasonable. Uh, looking at the other kind of milieu that you have uh, in the AFC, at least at the top there. Uh, Egg, what do you think about that? Do you do you like that four to one on Ravens, or do you think that uh, there may be some other teams that uh, could have some value in the AFC? Do I do like uh, that on the Ravens? They definitely seem to be the class of the of the AFC right now. Um, the, the Mark Andrews injury hurts them for sure, but it, it still seems like they, they haven't quite put it all together yet. And, and once they do, look out. Absolutely. Absolutely. It seems it seems like uh, they, they put it together. Something to be worried about. All right. Uh, let's get right into the game, gentlemen. We've got three games to look at uh, tomorrow just to talk about. I, I definitely want to talk about all of our Thanksgiving games. I know the 30 pro- Thursday product is terrible, but if I'm drunk on tryptophan, my opinion of the games does improve mildly. So uh, let's start with the first game of the 1230 Eastern. The Green Bay Packers are traveling to Detroit to face the Lions. It has been a decade since these teams have faced off on Thanksgiving. Now, uh, right now, Lions are favored, it looks like, by 7.5. You can catch it at the total is at 47-ish. And uh, if you have cheese curds in your cereal, you can get the Packers at plus 310. Uh, so now, just kind of talking, oh, yeah, 300 right now, actually. It's gone down a little bit. Right now, uh, I feel like this line is pretty locked in at three or at seven and a half. Um, it also feels like uh, the Lions team may be kind of public here, which scares me. Uh, regardless, the Lions are easily the better team, and they're playing Jordan Love, I believe. So uh, no surprise here. I think the Lions are going to win, but I also think they cover that seven and a half. So I'm going to be betting the seven and a half right now. Uh, sports line, Phil, what do you think on this one? Yeah, that was my question for you. If Jordan Love is still playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, Egg is is he uh, is he going? Uh, yes, I can confirm that Jordan Love is still the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Perfect. I will take the Detroit Lions. Um, you know, this is a, a rematch of Week Four when Detroit visited Lambeau. Uh, this game was twenty-seven to three at the half. The Lions ended up winning thirty-four to twenty. Um, so. I guess it boils down to is can Jordan Love keep them in the game? And and I don't think so. We saw Jordan, uh, I'm sorry, we saw Jared Goff have probably his worst game this year. He threw multiple picks for the first time, and they still found a way to win late. The Lions, I think, will score 30. So can Green Bay get to 23 on his on Jordan Love's arm? Their offense looked good against the Chargers, but it's the Chargers. You know, the the the, the secondary is bad. The defense is terrible. And the Lions defense is a top 10 side. So give me the Lions laying seven and a half. There we go. There we go. Egg, what are you looking at in this one? Are you, uh, do you like any sides here? Do you, uh, do you have any props, anything going into this one? Um, the, the one prop I do have going is we have uh, right now between Thursday and Friday, the only plus funny interception line we have is Jared Goff. And he's, he, he was plus 104 at Caesars. And I think plus one ten over at uh, Bet Rivers. So that's that's the only one in those those four games so far. You know, I fire on every uh, every plus money interception interception prop I can find. So so that's that's the only one I have so far. Um, as far as sides, uh, I think the the I might do a little little teaser here um, between Detroit 
and San Francisco. Um, we get Detroit down to one and a half and, and San Francisco down to one. Um, not quite a Wong teaser. But San Francisco is a, a road favorite, but uh, that's that's something that I will probably probably play. But, you know, not still still thinking about it at this point. Got it. Got it. All right. Even though even though it is a, a waxing gibbous phase tomorrow, uh, we, we, we were alerted in the book club that apparently uh, the Lions can't win when it's a waxing gibbous. And oh, boy. We got uh we got that happening tomorrow. Now, uh, Phil, I know you had a uh, a prop or a special that you hopped on. You said it was good value. You want to uh, give that out? Yeah, sure. Uh, in the book club, we we fired on it. It is on Caesars. It was a uh, I guess a, a lightning boost. So hopefully, it's still there if you're listening. Uh, but it's Amon Ross St. Brown to score an anytime touchdown, boosted to plus one fifty. Uh, the prevailing rate in the market was plus one ten. So we're getting forty extra cents. We max it out. I hope you do the same if it's available. And I got a couple more props on this game that maybe uh, maybe you guys oh, could yeah. hear me out on. Yes, please. All right, so we're we're going to be uh, taking David Montgomery for a ride. I'm on him to score an anytime touchdown. It's around minus 140. And I'm on him to score two anytime touchdowns as a little sprinkle. I think that's around plus 350. Uh, in week four, David Montgomery, he toted the rock for 32 times, 121 yards, and three touchdowns. This is a very, very porous Packers D, and their uh, their injury report is very, very lengthy. So uh, last week, he carried 12 times for 76 yards, but they were behind in the second half, so they, he kind of got game scripted out of that one. But since he's returned from, from injury, he's averaging over seven yards a carry. I, I think he scores once, and then give me two for the dough. Absolutely. And, you know, it looks like uh, they have been pulling back uh, some of the kind of share between Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, so I I absolutely love that. Egg Egg, are you in full support of these touchdowns? Oh yeah, yeah. I know uh, Vinny was all over the David Montgomery props in the, in the book clubs, um, rushing yards and rushing attempts. And yeah, I think I think I'm going to tail fill on this one and get give me the give me the anytime and give me the two plus. Hell yeah, Phil, you got some more in this one. That's it. That's, That's it. it. You, you, we, Hell yeah. We've uh yeah we we've wrung this one dry. We've run this one dry. Well, if you want to ring uh, some other games dry, you can do so in the book club. The book club is our private Discord server, chock full of bets, memes, and other sports related stuff, including prime access to the Speedway Steve Tupics. You want to see the Abu Dhabi and Vsin stuff before it gets there? You got to join uh, the book club. Now, if you want to check it out and uh, join some classy folks, we'll give you a one-time three-day for free trial just to try it out. Then after that, it's only 25 bucks a month. Got coverage on all the major sports like NBA, college basketball, the NFL, and Arches hockey picks. But we've also got sides in action for the bar sports like darts, bowling, and maybe even snooker. Uh, all you have to do to catch these lines is head on over to backdoorcover.org or everyonehateswentz.com. It's becoming valuable again. And you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. Alrighty. Uh, next up on Thanksgiving, uh, we have the Washington Commanders visiting Eggs Dallas Cowboys. Uh, right now, Cowboys are favored uh, heavily here by 13 and a half, 12 and a half, somewhere around there. You can catch Commanders plus 13 and a half. Uh, the total, it was 48 and a half when uh, we checked pre-show. And then uh, looking at the money line, it looks like you can catch, uh, boy, if you're crazy and you love the Commanders, you can catch them at plus 600 right now. Woofta. Uh, Dallas, they've covered two or three games this season when favored by double digits. And I mean, hell, they're seven and three against the spread this season. So uh, I really don't see any reason why they can't cover this line. Um, looking back over the last few seasons, when Dallas has been favored against uh, double digits against the Commanders, they have covered uh, just a few times over the last 
though. But even so, I don't know if I'm ready to lay all those points on the Cowboys. I mean, the game still starts at 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, so, Egg, these are your boys. And although I know you're not going to bet a side here, uh, do you think your boys can cover this line? Yeah, yeah, I do. They they have shown that they are pretty good at beating up on bad teams. So um, I, I do think they can cover this. Uh, they've been unbelievable at home. I, they haven't lost a, a home game um, since uh, the 2021 season. So I, I I do think they they can cover this. They always play play pretty good on Thanksgiving, um, and they're always up against against a, a divisional opponent. Um, like I, you, you know, I'm not going to bet it, but I, I do think they can cover. I know it's a big number, but like I said, they've been they've been uh, beating up on these bad teams and covering big numbers the last two weeks. So I don't, I don't see why they can't do it again. And I don't I don't see why they can. I'm just too. I, I'm a little bit too afraid to uh to to lay it on there. Now, Phil, w- what are you looking at in this one? Do you have any size, anything you like here? I I don't yet. I don't yet. Um, this is this is a tough one because you know we we saw Washington in a a huge huge spot last weekend and you know, just get get crushed by the giants and uh i don't you know i'd be lying if i said i saw that one coming um you know washington and ron rivera might be time to, to throw in the throw in the towel on on that experiment and just washington they just don't look good earlier on in the year i was pretty high on this team i i like sam howell i like some of the weapons they had at, at receiver with dotson and scary terry and i like the running game with with brian robinson but Boy, they they've just disappointed me all year long. However, it's a divisional game. Wacky things happen. Um, I, you know, I've, I've got the game pulled up here on my screen, and the Commanders to score in both halves no at nearly three to one here might get a little sprinkle. Um, but you know, I have to bet the game. I have to take a side because it's Thanksgiving. There's only three. A money line parlay of all the the big favorites gets you to minus one twenty. So if I do bet the Cowboys, it'll be in that manner, and I'll just be on the Lions, Cowboys, and 49ers in a, a money line parlay. That's that's about as, as most as you're going to get out of me on this one. Yeah, it doesn't this, – this, this one uh, definitely the largest spread of Thanksgiving Day and uh, certainly – with good reason. Uh, the thing that scares me about the Commanders, as you have said, these divisional matchups are weird. Earlier, they had a divisional matchup against the Eagles that uh, it felt like kind of went a little too close down to the wire. They, they kept it a little bit too close. And uh, it, it seems like a Ron Rivera-led team can do that. They, they, they can produce that. Now, that being said, uh, against this iteration of the Cowboys that kind of seems to score at will when they're playing against uh, an opponent who's outmatched, feels like I would want to be uh, not against the Cowboys or not on uh, not on uh, those commanders here. So uh, regardless, I'm, I'm not taking a side yet on this one, but I, I, I like the way that you're approaching it here, Phil. Now, we got one last game on Thanksgiving. It is the nightcap of the year. It is the San Francisco 49ers visiting the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, technically, Seattle could win this game and hold a division lead with a tiebreaker against the 49ers, but right now the spread has the 49ers favored on the road here by a touchdown. It looks like uh, our total in that game is at 44, 42 half somewhere there. And uh, if you are a true 12-er, probably have the Seahawks plus the 278 over there at Caesars. So uh, looking at this game, I, I have not trusted Geno this entire season. But god dang it, do I want to take a piece of the Seahawks plus those points? Uh, Phil, are, are, are you going to talk me off the cliff or do, are you going to give me the push that I need? No, I think it's the Niners or pass, especially at seven. Uh, if this thing doesn't doesn't creep to seven and a half, which it, it probably will, the Niners are somewhat public. Um, I, I I can't get a piece of the the Seattle team. They just they haven't looked real good over the past month. 
Um, it, it just, you know, the defense is not great. They, you know, seem to be in, in firm control against the Rams last weekend. They didn't get it done. Uh, the Rams crept back into it. I just don't like this Seattle team very much right now. It's, it's 49ers or pass. 49ers or pass. All righty. Egg, what are you looking at in this one? You got anything you like? Any, any sides you're kind of thinking about? Yeah, I, I like the 49ers, and I mentioned before, I might, I might do a little teaser with them and the Lions. Um, I do have uh, a nice little little prop, speaking of not trust, you know, um, nice little little parlay that me and our guy uh, Vinny Bag of Donuts put, put together a little bit ago. Um, you know, you know, I like uh, I like betting on, I like rooting for. Donuts. There he is. I, I like rooting for guys to throw. So, so we put a little a little uh, parlay together on over at ESPN Bet. Um, we Sam Howell, Geno Smith, and Tim Boyle all to throw one interception. And if you parlay them all together, we got plus three set plus sorry plus two seventy five. It's over at ESPN. I think that might be the only book where you can get Tim Boyle to throw over five uh interceptions everybody else has got him at one and a half um i think that's the only place we can get him at 0.5 and uh yeah you know like like phil says all the time we're rooting against uh human achievement here and uh let's let's uh see these guys throw the rock to the to the wrong team and uh cash a ticket man absolutely well we do like rooting against human achievement but i think that we've just witnessed a a positive human achievement right here uh, because joining us here tonight, I don't know if Arch has the ability to get his sound going, but Arch has just joined us back in the room. So Arch, go ahead and unmute yourself if uh, if, if you want to hop on in here and give us some of your thoughts on these uh, Thanksgiving games at all. Okay, we, we shall move along and make, yeah, exactly, I love it. I'm glad I'm glad we finally got the crickets in here. All right. Uh, Phil, being this the realest NFL show of the week, you have some more picks for us today, don't you? Let's take a look at this Colts Buccaneers game. What do, what do you think of that? Ooh, well, I uh, I'm all about it. What, what do you like in this? I like the Colts as I sit here with my Colts hat on. Uh, it looks like they're laying two and a half at home, but. This is a very, very poor spot for Tampa Bay. It's their second straight road game. Last weekend, they lost 27 to 14 in a very physical game against the 49ers. But the big news out of that one is they lost Levante David, the exceptional outside linebacker, and actually both of their starting corners, Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis. Indy's coming off a bye. I like offensive minded coaches out of a bye, and that's what Shane Steichen is. Um, and plus, we've seen their defense start to click a bit. The last time we saw them, they beat the Pats in wherever it was, Frankfurt, and uh, the Carolina Panthers, and they only allowed 19 points total across both of those games. I like this Indy team to get it done at a short number at home against Baker Baker touchdown maker in the Bucks. Absolutely. Well, I know uh, we all know that you like that indie team, but I think with good reason this week. The Bucks, they 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 certainly don't seem like they're uh, really putting it together. And uh, although they have covered their last four games, uh, th- this feels like they're finally meeting a, a, a team that is going to be able to cover this number against them. I'm I I'm not afraid of this with the Colts here. So uh, I I absolutely love that side there. Now, Egg, what are you thinking on this Bucks Colts? Yeah, I think I think Phil's right on that one. I think uh, the Colts will, will be able to get this one done. Um, you know, you know what I'm looking at though. We got a we got a total of uh, I think what is it forty four 
Yeah, total of forty four and a two and a half point favorite. You know, that's that's a could be a, a candidate for a Wong teaser comes come Sunday morning. We'll see. Oh boy! And so that would be uh, taking the Bucks all the way up to uh, what eight and a half? Is that right? Yeah, correct. Got it. Got. It. But we got it. We got it. It's it's got to stay around that that two and a half before uh, you know for us to fire on it. Absolutely. All right. Word. Uh, Phil, love that. Love love the Colts here coming into this week. What else you got for us? Uh, the last one that I have prepared is uh, I believe it's the Sunday night game. The Baltimore Ravens. Looks like they're laying three and a half against the Chargers uh, on the road. I don't think the Chargers have much of a home field advantage, and I don't think anybody would argue with me on that. I also think that Justin Herbert is just an absolutely incredible talent at quarterback, but not even he and his greatness can outscore bad defense and bad coaching. Um, You know, this Chargers team is broken, and uh, I think – I think this Ravens team is is just ripe for the picking. Um, Baltimore's my pick to win the AFC, which we talked about. And they are in the top four in the NFL in yards per play, rushing and passing. So their offense can work even without Mark Andrews. The Chargers defense is 31st in yards per play. They've allowed 475 yards or more four times. This just feels like a really, really bad matchup for the Chargers. Baltimore can beat them in a multitude of ways. Give me Baltimore laying the three and a half on the road. I love it. I love it. I, I'm blinded by teams in purple, unfortunately, but goodness, do I like that side. I think I, I the Ravens are uh, going to be looking to bounce back here uh, going into this next game. And I, I think that uh, the Chargers are a team that they can easily embarrass. I've uh, that three and a half number uh, that that hook it, it scares me a little bit, but uh, I, I I don't think I should be all that afraid of it. Um, you know, uh, gen- generally speaking, the Ravens they they can cover that much. That they're they're probably a touchdown better than the Chargers in all reality. Uh, even at a neutral site, which this uh, stadium practically is, as you kind of alluded to there, Phil. Uh, Egg, you got anything in this Ravens Chargers matchup? You love. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I also love the Ravens in this one. They uh, they're, they're like you said, they're primed to bounce back. They're the, the Chargers coach coaching Brandon Staley. Like he, one point, it looked like he was he was the next guy, and then you know two weeks later, he, on through now, he's he's just not he's he's not a very good coach. Defense very good. Um, I do like. Uh, like uh, we outlined last week, that November is uh, running season for for uh, Lamar Jackson. So that's that's another prop I'm going to be looking at. I, I just checked real quick. Right now, it's at you can get them at over nine and a half rush attempts at even money at Bet three sixty five. So um, that that's definitely something that I'm going to take a hard look at, and hopefully he keeps running in November because that's uh, historically that's that's what he does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, that being said, I uh, uh, running on the Ravens team, it works well when you're the quarterback, but when you're the running back, that is the dangerous. That's the most dangerous room to be in in the NFL. If you are a Ravens running back, feels like those guys get injured brutally every single year. That room gets decimated. So that is uh, uh, I, I, I do like and, and I can see that. Um, I, I wonder, uh, you know, how much this Andrews injury is going to truly affect the offense. It did look like, you know, the, the Ravens were moving quite well on that drive. Uh, that they did have Andrews, and then after he went out with the injury, it did seem to deflate the offense a little bit. I uh, Obviously, uh, Keith Mitchell's starting to heat up. I think there's a lot of positives behind the Ravens, and I, I don't think there's any uh, side other than the Ravens to like here in this one. Uh, now, um, 
Phil, that was the last one you had for us. Yeah, right. That, that's all I've got prepared, but we can we can talk about whatever. Well, okay, because I do want to talk about whatever. There, there, there are two matches that are uh, kind of standing out to me as as I just scan through everything and I see everything here. Uh, and the first one, Texans. Now, I, I I was falling in love with the Texans just a couple weeks ago. I talked about how I had D'Amico Ryan's at uh to to win uh what is it Coach of the Year, and that line is getting shorter by the day, which is positive. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Uh, but looking at this, they are uh two point dog at home right now against the divisional opponent Jaguars. Now, I know divisional matchups are weird, but goodness, I I, I feel like I, I want to take the Texans here with a money line at, uh, you know, a little bit better than even money almost. At, at this point, it seems like the, the Texans are a team that uh, does know how to win. That they, they are playing well under this rookie quarterback, and I, I feel like between them and the Jags, this is a huge matchup looking, uh, again, spinning forward, looking at the playoffs, and looking at especially this uh, uh, this divisional matchup as well. Uh, there's an opportunity for the Texans to kind of take a little bit of a lead here. So at home, getting two points, it feels like this is a no-brainer play for me, but I'm probably absolutely giant public maxing this whole thing. So I uh, I, I kind of want to get y'all's thoughts on this one. Uh, Phil, what are you kind of thinking about it? Uh, I would be leaning just the opposite way. I, I kind of like the Jags here to uh, at least win outright. I, I'd probably be playing on the money line. I wouldn't want a, a missed extra point or something to, you know, to, to cause me to lose this bet. But I, I like the Jags. I mean, they're they're starting to play a little bit better brand of football. Um, I, I and and Egg, I'm sure, is chomping at the bit to cut me down about C.J. Stroud. But we saw a couple chinks in the armor last week. He threw three red zone interceptions. Doesn't quite get me back in play on my most interceptions in the league prop. But like I said, chinks in the armor. I like the Jaguars here to get it done on the road. I I don't know. I'm probably play the money line, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Word. Hey, what are your thoughts on this? Are you are you drinking the CJ Stroud Kool-Aid? You know, I I do like CJ Stroud. I'm not I'm not trying to tra- chop Phil down on it. I did I did tell you on that on that most uh, to lead the league in interceptions, buddy. I did I did tell you on that, and uh, he he gave us three last week. I still still don't think it's going to make it, but um, I mean, like we said, you were right about every other quarterback that you said stinks. So I mean, you're batting like like 900. So we'll we'll take it. Um, but I this uh, I'm not really leaning one way or another in this side, but. Uh, looking at the lines it could be it could be another uh wong teaser leg we'll see well you know one other one that i think might get close to wong zone that i do want to talk about real fast is the browns and the broncos now the browns defense has been suffocating it's been it's been it's been awesome this line's at one and a half broncos at home they're favored by one and a half points maybe i'm just still sour from what happened on sunday but i part of me Likes the Browns plus the point and a half here. Am I am I nuts? So am I am I nuts? Or am I just spiteful? Is this is this me just like holding resentment and harboring resentment towards this, this team uh, continually or something like that? Uh, Ed, what what are your thoughts on uh, Browns Broncos? Uh, I still I still have questions about uh, the Browns uh, quarterback situation. Um, the, the defense is awesome. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they win this one uh, outright. Um, so if you if you like that, to, you know, take the point and a half. That that one might not be a bad idea. But uh, you you called it. This could be a, this could be another another leg Wong teaser. We might have we might have multiple Wongers going on on Sunday. We'll we'll see what these lines are at around noon on Sunday. But um, yeah, it's 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 looking like a like a Wong type day, man. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Phil, what do you like going into this? Or do you have any sides of Browns, uh, Broncos that you're leaning or anything you like right now looking at it? 
No, I, I would lean the Browns with you. Um, it seems like the the Browns, uh, that their game plan last week was to just not have DTR lose the game. And he didn't. You know, the, the defense won that game, and he was a, a, a pretty good game manager, didn't make any, you know, terrible, terrible head-scratching mistakes. Um, and and we were getting a lot of mistakes from Deshaun Watson. He he hadn't looked good in quite some time. So this might be the best thing that ever happened to him, that they can take him out of the mix and uh, sort of just run the offense the way they want, play defense, run the ball. Um, and the, the Broncos, I think, were have been a little bit fortunate over this path, past month winning four in a row with turnovers and just all-around good luck, kind of like we talked about with the Eagles. So um, I, I, I like the Browns here. I lean the Browns, and I would sign up for a, a long teaser leg on this one. Absolute work. All right. Uh, I, I, I don't think we've got much more that we really uh, want to talk about except for the Bills and the Eagles. Now, this one seems like a pretty interesting matchup to me. Uh, Eagles only favored by three here. I know that the Bills, yeah, they, they, they stay competitive. Yeah, they, they beat a good team in the Dolphins earlier this year. But do I believe that the Eagles, have, having just beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, uh, powerhouse in the AFC, one, you know, one of those top six teams that we have there, uh, and do we think that they're really only three points better than the Bills? I think, I think that they're more than that three points right now that we're seeing. And so uh, part of me is kind of looking at the uh, home Eagles. I, there's only a couple books that have the three. It looks like most folks have moved to three. Well, looks like it's moving back and forth. There's some three and a halfs out there, and there's some threes. I kind of, gun to my head right now, I, I love the Eagles right now. Am I, am, am I nutso on this one, or is this, uh, is this, is this a, a home favorite that we can get behind? Uh, Phil, what do you think? Home favorite we can get behind, for sure. Um, you know, they, the Eagles have a pretty good secondary as well. The the defense, they can turn you over, and that's something that Josh Allen really, really likes to do. He has been struggling uh, with the turnovers. I like this Eagles team to get it done. I like them anywhere less than three. Uh, I see it, at you know, in, in most of the, the markets here. FanDuel, Bet Rivers, points bet doesn't allow me to walk in the door, but Rivers does, so I'll, I'll take a piece of the Eagles at Bet Rivers laying the three at home. There we go. There we go. Uh, this is this uh, in your in your division here, Egg. So, what do you think about this? Do you think that the Eagles can cover that three, or are you uh, are you you going to be the biggest Bills fan? I, I'm definitely going to be the biggest Bills fan. Um, whether they can cover the three or not, uh, <laughs> I'm not so sure. So this this is uh, it's not one I would bet because uh, I'm going to be rooting hard for the Bills, and you know to have my money on the other side just. Eh, doesn't doesn't work for me, so uh, I'm going to leave it alone. But uh, man, go go Bills! Hopefully, uh, Josh Allen can uh, you know throw throw the ball to his own team this game, and uh, you know bring bring home a win and uh, and give give the Eagles their second loss this season. I, I don't I don't think it's going to go that way. But let's hope so. Have you have you gotten uh, to hop on a bunch of or many Josh Allen plus line interception props, or are, does he is he normally on the other side uh-huh. of that? Uh-huh. Is he normally on the other side of that? Yeah, I don't yeah, think that yeah, exists. He's definitely, he's. Oh no, he's he's probably around minus one fifty or so to th- to throw an interception every week. I bet. Actually, oh, actually, goodness. last week I thought about betting. I thought about betting him to not throw an interception because it was like plus one seventy five, and I felt like this dude is is due to not throw an interception. Um, I didn't bet it, and thankfully I didn't because sure enough, sure enough, uh, he threw he threw an interception. So yeah. He's uh, he's he's an interception machine these days, and 
Um, yeah, he'll, he'll never be plus money to throw an interception. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll never be plus money to throw an interception. I love it. All right, well, gentlemen, I think that that's all that we've got to talk about today. So, uh, homies, that's all we've got this evening, midweek here. Uh, but you can follow us on the podcast on our Instagram page at backdoor.bets, our Twitter at backdoorcn, where we've got all kinds of small sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. Watch us on Twitch at backdoorbets. You can join the book club at everyonehateswentz.com. Until next week, or till Sunday, you stay classy. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.